Welcome to Diva Talk Radio Studio D, an insider's view of diabetes news and information beyond the headlines. Here's your host, Mr. Diva Bettis. Hello, Divas and Dudes. Are you ready? Because I'm ready to welcome you to Diva Talk Radio Studio D and a discussion on the 10-year release of Alicia Keys' album, Songs in an A Minor. I'm your host, Mr. Diva Bedick, and joining me today is Jeff James from Sony Music. Hi, Jeff. Hey there. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing great. Thank you. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Awesome, and we're so excited about this 10-year release of Alicia. So tell me, why did Sony get behind the uh, this important milestone? Well, you know, it's been 10 years uh, since her debut, and just what has happened, you know, when she first debuted and her career up until this point. You know, she she was the best new artist, and, and uh, she's won many, many awards. But we definitely wanted to go back and revisit and just remind people where, you know, Alicia, how she began. You know, this debut, you know, had so many hits. I mean, shouldn't say that. No, this is a fan. It's basically, it, it has the hits, but also it connected, it connected with the with the with the fans. Well, let's talk about the hits for a second, and sure. then I want to talk about the best new artist curse and how she's avoided it. But <laughs> <laughs> one of the songs that I think inspires a lot of my listeners at Divabetic is "A Woman's Worth." you're worth it I I want to talk about why I'm worth it And I'm just curious, like she she does write about empowering songs for women. How do you think that's really resonating with her audience from 10 years ago as well as her audience today? I think it's all the same effect. I mean, it, what I love about Alicia is that it's all about female empowerment. You know, every one of her albums has at least a few songs dedicated to empowering females. So I think that basically is her is her starting point when she, you know, has an album and is 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 a focal point of a lot of her her music. And what can we expect on the special package? There's a great, uh, actually, some demo material from her Columbia years. Um, and also, there's a great uh, mixtape song on there that she had put out on her own that we included on, on, on this CD. And she did have a very interesting um, beginning to how she even got signed to release this album. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. Um, Alicia actually was, was, had, a, had a demo deal with Jermaine Dupree, and uh, he had brought her over to Columbia, but uh, Columbia and Columbia Records at the time basically held the album, which is, I think was a little different from what was released on was on Jay. But uh, whatever you know, whatever record she had recorded for Columbia was put on hold, and then she then was then was signed to Arista, then eventually ended up on Jay Records. And when she was on Jay Records, she was obviously signed with Luther Vandross. They were both uh-huh. on that at yeah. the same time. And several of Luther's background singers, I know one for sure, Cindy Mizell, performed on this um, Alicia Keys songs in an A minor. She was on the track Falling, 
which I think would have to have been one of the biggest hits from the album. How did that? How well did that song do when it first came out, and how is it impacting music today? Well, when it first came out, it, it, radio you know picked up on it, but then the video came out and it starts it started to grow. It's just it's even today. It just with the piano and. And the way it's structured, it's still as fresh as today as it was when it first came out. It, it, it really is a staple, a staple song for Alicia. And uh, I, I just listened to it earlier. I, I still love that song. Yeah. And she is a musician. I mean, we think of her as singer-producer, but she really is a musician. There are so few female musicians in the industry. I could only think of, like, Olita Adams, perhaps, who was a um, singer-piano player, why do you think the music industry is lacking female musicians? I think, well, you know, it could be a lot of different reasons. It could be the A&R, people kind of setting up women as just, you know, skating up there, giving them a song to sing, and doing great videos. I think Alicia, at her core, is a musician. Um, she's a brilliant pianist, and, you know, classical training, and it's, and it just resonates throughout all her all her songs. I mean, but I, I think, unfortunately, a lot of a lot of the lack of uh, really women um, musicians. It could be because of Ann Arm, what they think is going to sell, and, or the, you know the quick buck. It's it's really unfortunate. Do you think she's inspired uh, younger women to get involved in music today? I think she has. I think she has. Um, I still haven't found an artist that can play the piano like her, though. But um, I, I think, you know, with, especially with her empowerment songs, you know, having women uh, come up and producing and writing their own music, I think Alicia has had some influence in that. And she also has influence just going back to old school music, I think, with uh, wonderful arrangements, like you said, musicality, yeah. melody. Is this a trend that is still continuing to this day? I you know yes I really I really do believe that that's still happening today I mean you got to kind of you kind of got to dig for it because sometimes radio doesn't you really don't hear that stuff on radio if you go to the internet or or you know uh, checking out the, the new artists on on Facebook or you know all these social networking but uh, yeah I, I really I really do because even even today you can hear a little Stevie Wonder or you can hear you can hear Prince in, in a few of these artists so yeah I think I think. Uh, musicality is still there and you know you just brought up an interesting point about yeah. buying music today for my listeners it's so yeah. different today how we hear and buy music how is a label like sony handling the internet and facebook and all those ways that we could now access music i mean it's it's really interesting to me to find out how the label is dealing with it yeah no it's really it's it's a challenge it really is a challenge but uh I can tell you this: Sony has a there's a brilliant concept. I don't, I don't want to take away from Alicia, but it's actually actually uh, I'll tie this all together. The, Sony has a brilliant concept that they have developed a, a pop-up store called Pop Market. It's literally a pop-up um, record store where people can go in and and buy records. Uh, we took over a space, I think, downtown in this old muse museum type space and we set up a record store and actually Alicia Keys was the first artist that actually we had a record signing 
for for this release there. It was great. It was in the old CBGB space downtown. I think that's pretty inventive. I mean, if you know, with all the retail shutting down, for Sony to go ahead and kind of develop this new pop-up do-it-yourself record store that people can still go and and, and buy, you know, CDs physical. I think that's good. And uh, we're also we also have a D2C site, a direct-to-consumer site that we can sell direct to the consumers over the internet. And I like the fact that you're kind of making the you're enhancing the original experience and getting behind the milestone. So I know that Luther Vandross is also a part of the Sony family. Yeah. Can we expect anything coming out for the the Luther fans? Yes, that that's still in the works. There's something that uh, we would love Luther fans to hear. It's it's called the Intimate Luther, where we went back and basically we stripped down all of the '80s production, and we were left with Luther's voice and the piano some really beautiful compositions because we all know that you know Luther's voice was just was was butter it was golden and uh that was i think a very special record that we're still trying to work out the details but that's something that we really wanted to put out there for the fans Okay, now let's end talking about the curse of the best new artist, Alicia Keys. <laughs> she really kind of has her, she's put her mark on this, and obviously she's stuck around, so she's probably stopped that curse from happening. Why do you think that happens, though, when people win the Grammy for best new artist? You know, uh, my theory is, I, I, think it, I think it still overwhelms a lot of artists, you know, um, it's still a great prestigious award. I mean, to win Best New Artist, I think, is still coveted, and artists really look forward or really strive to doing that. But once they get it, the pressure, either the, it's either self-imposed or the label wants them to do a different direction or they don't know how to recover. But what I found brilliant about Alicia is that she got out there and she just her, she got on her hustle and record after record, solid, you know, songwriting, everything was solid. And then she started to collaborate with all these different artists to, like, you know, get her name out there, but not necessarily, you know, just keep keeping her name out there, but showing different facets of herself. I think that's that's how she, that she, you know, withstood all the the curse. Or you know, she went into TV, she did movies. I mean, she just did so many different different things with her career, and it's it's pretty pretty fascinating. Yes, we definitely applaud her for her 10-year yeah. milestone in the industry. Well, divas and dudes, we're out of time, but I want to remind you that Studio D is available on demand anytime. And I'd like to thank my guest, Jeff James from Sony Music, for joining me today. Thank you. Please visit our blog, visit Facebook group and fan pages, and log on to our website at divabetic.org. Remember... Every diva has an entourage, and I'm so proud to be part of yours. On behalf of DivaBetics, Diva Talk Radio, let's get happy and stay healthy together. This process may have taken a long time. Columbia. Aristotle. Jaybreaker. My first tour. The Grammys. It took a whole village to create what we were doing. Songs in A minor. We'll stand the test of time, and it will last forever. It was a worldwide smash. This album is holding up. Ten years later. It's not just an album for music, but it's an album that will lift your spirits and, and encourage you. She really made a classic R&B album. and having that opportunity to maybe fall in love with the record that they missed the first time around, 
I think that's really a special part of this entire celebration of the 10 years of this record. She had that special presence. It didn't matter if you knew she could sing or she could dance or she could write or perform. You just know a star when you see one. Why are you playing? Eva Talk Radio Studio D is produced by the national nonprofit Diabetic, providing wellness with a wealth of people living with and affected by diabetes. Divabetic and more this month on Diva Talk Radio. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.